Good evening, everyone, or good morning, or good afternoon, whenever you happen to be listening. Welcome back. We are uh, we are on episode two of the Beers with Bori podcast. I am your podcast host, question mark, head talker, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> I'm Boris uh, or Bori and welcome. So today we're going to be speaking about Mexico or the Mexican beer culture and its and its history in the beer world. Um, most of you probably have had some Mexican style beer over the course of your adulthood. And some of you may have noticed that a lot of the brands that you enjoy or have enjoyed are very, very similar in style and color. Uh, well, there's a reason for that. So, and that's what today's episode is going to discuss. So let's get started. Well, it's honestly quite simple and may not be uh, to us may not be a surprise to anybody. Um, but the reason why the majority of Mexican styled beers are pale lagers or pilsners is because of their origin. Um, so reading out of the Oxford Companion to Beer, we have here, historically, the Mexican beer industry has been greatly influenced by German and Austrian immigrants who started breweries in Mexico during the short-lived and in the nearby United States completely forgotten reign between the years of 1864 and 1867 of Austrian-born Mexican Emperor Maximiliano I. In the late 19th century, this influence continued and a number of distinctly Germanic breweries were founded. In particular, the Vienna Lager beer style took hold in Mexico, remaining popular there long after its history, excuse me, long after its memory had largely faded in its native Vienna. By the early 20th century, there were more than 35 independent breweries operating in Mexico. But during the second half of the 20th century, the industry went through a period of con consolidation. The result of the consolidation was the two large brewing companies now dominate the Mexican brewing industry. Cerveceria Guatemoc Montezuma, or better known as Femza Cerveza, and Grupo Modelo. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Mexican market is divided almost equally between the two, with Modelo having a slightly larger share. These two Mexican brewing companies are now in turn parts of major interna international beer companies. Grupo Modelo is partially owned by Anheuser-Busch InBev, and Femza Cerveza was bought by Heineken in early 2010 and is now called Heineken Mexico. All right, that was the first paragraph out of the entry. So basically, it, it boiled down to two major brewers slash breweries in, in, in Mexico. Um, and that's essentially the same as it is now. Um, these would be your conglomerates now, but how it started was by the emperor Max Maximiliano the first, right? Who was a German and Austrian immigrant. And if you think about what was happening in the late 1800s in the U S a lot of other breweries also had to start in that era as well. And all of those were also Germanic breweries. Um, we're talking Anheuser-Busch company. We're talking the Miller company. So, and even the Yingling, DG Yingling, um, out of Pottstown, 
Nope, not Pottstown. Out of that Potts named city in Pennsylvania. Um, drawing a blank right now, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, they're all influenced or were started by German or European immigrants back in the late, in the 1800s. So a lot of our American beer history is Germanic descent or Austrian. So Mexico is no different. It just so happens that that person was also was both German and Austrian. So, and they brought over the, the Vienna beer style with them until it kind of lost its battle to the pale golden lager or the Pilsner style. So some of the brands that you may know from the Femza Cerveza or Heineken Mexico is what it's known, um, are Tecate, Carta Blanca, Sol, Double X Lager or Dos Equis Lager, Dos Equis Amber, Bohemia, Superior, Indio, Casta, and Noche Buena. So personally, I've had Tecate, I've had Carta Blanca, I've had Sol, I've had Dos Equis Lager or the Green Bottle, and I've had Dos Equis Amber, I've had Bohemia, but I've never had Superior, Indio, Casta, or Noche Buena. I have heard of those last four, I've only ever heard of Indio. I've never seen the other three, nor have I ever heard of them. So those are those are the brands, and like I said before, some of those you have seen and or had yourselves. Now, as far as the Grupo Modelo, their brands are, as you would have already guessed, Corona, Modelo Especial, Modelo Light, Victoria, Pacifico, Negra Modelo, Leon, Montejo, Estrella, Barelito, and Tropical Light. <laughs> uh, of course, Corona being the most prominent brand out of that entire list. And what a lot of these beers have in common, if not all, but maybe three of all, not beer, excuse me, brands that have in common is they're all in the style of a German Pilsner, but they've just been adapted to what they had, what ingredients they had available to them in that era, right? So you got to think about where they were in, in the world. They were in Mexico. They're not going to have access to what was in Europe or anything remotely close. The water is going to be different, even though the science behind the water and beer wasn't established then it was still it was it's still a major it's it's a it's it's a required ingredient in beer right so they are still smart enough to understand that the water tasted different i'm not going to put that past them even though i don't know them personally but i can i feel like i could speak on behalf of them that that water in mexico tasted just slightly different than what it was tasting in europe so, but the malted barley, the yeast, the hops, I mean, the hops aren't the same in Mexico, if any. So they had to adapt. They had to figure out ways to make beer. So I'm, I'm willing to bet over the course of a couple hundred years, they have, they have chosen to use a slightly different list of ingredients, but still remain true to what they knew from their home country. So 
some of these beers are going to be pale in color, actually probably lighter than your traditional German Pilsner, especially now in current in the current age. Um, German Pilsners are all 100% malted barley, whereas some of the brands that are making these Mexican German Pilsners slash Mexican lagers are using rice and or corn to lighten up the body, which in turn lightens up the color of the beer. Not by a lot, but just a little, right? Their goal is to make the beer virtually a light beer without making it a light beer. It isn't advertised as a, as a low calorie. It isn't made to be that way, but it is an ingredient that is very common in Mexico, both of them. So, and it can be used in the brewing world. So it, it is used. Uh, I can t I can tell you from having like Tecate or Victoria or Estrella and even Pacifico, a lot of that stuff is very light bodied. It still has enough enough of a, a, a malt presence to let you know that malted barley was used, but really a good amount of corn and or rice was also used to lighten it up. And if you ever pour those out, you'll see for yourself. Right. So, and that's essentially what separates a lot of these brands. They're all virtually the same. They're all theoretically brewed by the same brewer, but they're all made in different facilities. So, um, Grupo Modelo, for example, has seven production plants all over the world. And Heineken Mexico has six, right? So you have six plants all over the, the world making arguably seven to nine brands and they're all they all fit in certain segments of the world in a certain market so which explains you know the, the 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 dominance of modelo and corona of being such huge brands they're top 10 brands in the in the beer world of all of of any brands right so they're they're big hitters they're definitely big hitters and yeah, now they do have some craft as well. There's not a lot. Um, now this entry from the Oxford is from 2011. So this is old, but it still talks about some of the unique craft brewers that are um, down there as well. There's a couple like uh, Sierra, Ma Sierra Madre Brewing. Uh, there is Beer Factory in Mexico City. There's TJ Beer in Tijuana, which is in Baja, California. Then you have Baja Brewing in San Jose del Cabo, which is also in uh, Baja, California Sur. Um, just That's just to name a few. They have some very traditional styles, as you would think, you know, the lager and the, and the Pilsners. But they also make some more Americanized or American-influenced. There are some pale ales. They... Um, have made barley wines. There's a Belgian wit being made by some of these breweries, like things that you wouldn't think to come out of Mexico, they're doing. So it's, it's pretty awesome. And it, and, and, you know, there was only as of 2010, there was only 30 small craft brewers in that country. I'm willing to bet in the last 11 years, you could almost say that it's doubled. Um, just because of the sheer number of breweries that have opened in the U.S., it wouldn't surprise me if some some investors or some 
some brewers that are getting want to get their feet wet but don't have maybe the capital whereas if you if you go down to mexico you know you're if you can work the business and the money side of it you can start what you want and use the indigenous ingredients that arguably are making pretty amazing beer according to sales figures um and then do your own thing and once you make it and get established simply because of who's making your beer for you the cost of labor maybe you can come back to the u.s and and do it it's very similar to some chefs they'll go down to mexico because they want that they want to be professionals in that in that realm right And, and then they come back to the u.s so but yeah that's it's really cool i love it i love the fact that that's happening out of mexico so um, and yeah, that's honestly, it's a short episode. It is, it is very short. It's not a lot of history there, but because the majority of the history is the two big, two big companies. So thank you very much for tuning in. Hopefully you did enjoy this little short episode and we will see you hopefully in about two weeks. All right. Y'all have a good one.